0: We all have a story, and all Star Wars fans have a Star Wars story. Join James as he talks with a special guest each episode to share their Star Wars story. Here's James. Hey everyone, welcome to Outlander Club. I'm James, this is the show where we hear about your Star Wars stories. Joining me today is Scotty Hawk from Hawk's Holocron. Scotty, what's up?
1: What's happening, man? It's been a while. Been a yeah, it's been a we got to get another time. DC. I mean, we don't have to, but yeah, have to. when DC <laughs> we like, hyped us up again, <laughs> we
0: were like daily for a while and then it just yeah. stopped. But life life comes at you fast, as Ferris yep. Bueller once said, and to make it a sequel spinoff series of Ferris Bueller, because, you know, why not? Money talks. So that that's what too. they're like. Yeah, whatever. We'll see how we'll see what happens there. It's intriguing. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk about your Star Wars story. Uh, literally for anybody that ha- doesn't know this show we literally just go through the star wars story how you got into it and where you are now in it and obviously you're in deep because your channel is called hawks holocrons which is a minor star wars reference that uh you know some newbies might not get not even newbies anymore yeah. but some diehard yeah. lore fans might not even get it because i believe scotty most people that i would say the general audience of star wars would call it uh Either a Wayfinder or that triangle thing that Kylo Ren has in the last Star Wars movie. Those are exactly what I think they would call them.
1: You're right. I think the first mention is probably Maul in uh, Rebels or the Clone Wars, some Clone Wars episodes, but they're shying away from that stuff. Um, I think they're waiting, though, because it's a lot of history, a lot of history in the holocrons. I, I
0: will say, before we get into this, I think they were shying away from it. I, I think they're slowly starting to embrace it and yeah. understand and understand the lore and understand what the lore means to a lot of fans. All right, like let's 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 move on now uh, to your Star Wars story. Do you remember the very first time you were introduced to Star Wars, whether it was a movie, an action figure, or a comic book or a cartoon? Like, do you remember the first time you were exposed to the galaxy far, far away?
1: I can't remember too far back. I know I was definitely like very involved and active as a fan during the prequels. Um, I, I'm sure I had seen the originals on TV, uh, never saw them in theaters, Um, but really like the prequels was where it was at for me as a kid. I remember seeing, um, I think my friend actually has posters of when Spike TV released um the first time it ever been aired or whatever, um, a Star Wars film. So that poster is pretty cool and nostalgic to have. But I was in high school, middle school during that time.
0: So it wasn't something that when that when you were born, it was just like thrown in your face. It was something that you had, yeah, to, no. you had to discover on your own, basically. Or with the help of friends, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like my family, I don't think my parents were really into it either. Uh, it was just something that I, through school through I played a lot of magic the gathering like before I was into anything we were just playing card games and then found I think I've pretty much found all of my nerdy stuff through magic and the group of friends that I was playing magic with
0: I have never played magic I don't I I seen the it's cards back now, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. back now man I know everything's going back I think I think yeah Stranger Things probably has a lot to do with like the Dungeons and Dragons yes, and stuff like the that. board
1: game yeah fantasies. for sure yeah
0: yeah for sure that helps out a lot so you're playing that do you remember did you see any of the prequels in the theater did, or did you were all those all them. home video too you saw all no, of them
1: so- all of them. uh the weekend i think that phantom menace came out i definitely saw it like three three times minimum between friday and saturday um uh, but yeah
0: and you weren't even it. like you saw it that many times and you weren't even a diehard fan yet
1: no, this was the point. Like I had seen him on TV a bunch, and this was the first time we we're getting another Star Wars movie in a long time. So I had been like watching and kind of into it, uh, but I just remember everybody going crazy when that came out. And I was living—I lived in a small town, so you could literally come out of the theater, go buy another ticket, and go again. It wasn't like they're not selling out in my town, so uh, it was. They were a good begging time. you to come back. Yeah so what did you know
0: about like going You you watch the originals on tv you don't really have the greatest mem- like like mm-hmm. vivid memories of watching them or in order or anything like that was like the luke I, and your father was vader being his father a shock to you or is that something that you don't re- remember you just kind of knew because you saw i don't even ahead? remember
1: the reveal it was so it was that long ago uh i don't remember those big reveals i remember the you know just hearing the stories of anakin as a kid the darth maul reveal um get in those intense lightsaber battles. Cause all we had seen before that was, you know, the OT trilogy, they had to do with that, what they could do. Um, and it's almost shameful now to say this, but the OT for me, it's a hard watch. Like some of the, I know the stories I've seen them so many times. I'm one of these fans who's just pushing and I'm pushing Disney to do new stuff. Like are they, the franchise is in a weird, weird place. We need to like, Get that prequel feeling again, man. I don't That's- think that had that same feeling for the sequels. Some fans did. I definitely did for Force Awakens, but uh, slowly lost it after that. Well,
0: I think your your generation, you coming up. Having the the original trilogy a TV show basically for you it was like yeah. something you watched on TV. So it was more TV, and then the prequels come. And I think this is something that gets lost on a lot of the older fan, old fans now, not even older fans, like old fans mm-hmm. like my age and over now. Is the prequels came out twenty plus years ago, and they were very different from the original. They were very similar, but very different from the original trilogy. Obviously, very heavy mm-hmm. on CG, even though the Phantom Menace has the most miniatures. Very heavy on CG. But you know, like Jar Jar, little things like that that I don't think people grasped at the time. And I always mention this though is like George Lucas always told lot at best he goes, "Just wait in twenty years, the kids now are gonna love you," and it's true. That's what's happened now. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying about the sequels, I think that might happen as well with the sequels. Time will tell, obviously. But yeah. I, but the, but the biggest thing was when the sequels came, they kind of, and and you can't blame Disney because they only bought. Lucasfilm seven years after *Revenge of the Sith*, right? So you can't really necessarily blame them. The prequels weren't critically acclaimed, you know. They I right. don't think they they weren't as beloved as the original *Star Wars*. And when Disney purchased mm-hmm. it, I think they saw that and they said, "Okay, let's go back to the roots." Not understanding that only in, you know yeah. in five, six, seven, eight years, those you know eight, ten-year-olds are going to be twenty-year-olds and are going to look back and be like, "Well, where's where's my *Star Wars* that I grew yep. up with?" And so you lose that and we won't get into it too too much but that's your era so what were, you, what, were what was your first thought of like a jar jar banks when you saw jar jar because you, you mm-hmm. say you were in high school
1: yeah high school middle school i i remember everybody i remember people liking jar jar like he was annoying but he was like the lovable <laughs> he was like the the lovable dope yeah. i don't remember the hate or even him speaking out uh, or talking about it ever, I do remember the Jake Lloyd stuff. Like mm. child actors, though. Me growing up in that time, child actors were a huge thing. I feel like I grew up with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, like because they were all in the news so much. All of the like yeah. the Disney kids too. Like uh, they're my age. I, you know, a lot of them are struggling now. It's so crazy to think about uh, what it does to a person. But none of the uh, Jar Jar was hilarious for me uh but i also you know i have an uncle who teaches literature and so when he looks at the writings of this character, the accents they use the the way he speaks um he's like it's it's pretty controversial if you ask him you know he he sees all the controversy as far as like this character's kind of out of place in a lot of the writing but along with the Asian accents that they used for the the infamous memes. Um, but that's kind of what he was looking at. Like very out of the box decision for yeah. compared to the OT movies, you know? Um, but I think that's where it started to get political for a lot of people. A lot of the older fans were like, what yeah. is this?
0: Yeah. I remember that came up and a lot of people complained. There's a lot of sitting around talking and blah, blah, yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm with you, though. I walked in, and I loved it. I My first experience with Jar Jar Binks was I was in – um, this is obviously 20-something years ago. I was in high school, and I remember uh, the Internet was this brand-new thing, and no one really knew what you could do with it, but I, you could, like, read news articles on it. And there was all these articles about Jar Jar Binks and how fans – viewers who just went to go see the movie absolutely hated Jar Jar Binks like the movie is great but I just couldn't stand Jar Jar and that's so going into the movie for me I was like oh how bad is this character and I ended up (laughs) loving Jar Jar Binks but everybody can quote him
1: everybody everybody. can be the voice everybody can be the voice
0: yeah you gotta give Lucas (laughs) credit on that one let's go on to uh, Attack of the Clones now you're a little bit older you know a little bit more about Star Wars now was your so in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones were you still up on star wars or were you just kind of like even like just kind of like I yeah, it'll come when it comes and i like it or did you start obsessing over it
1: i think that's where the obsession started darth maul ray park he was also in one of the x-men movies
0: yeah totally. Um,
1: yeah dude so i i to this day love ray park he did the mocap in the final episodes of the clone wars mm-hmm. you can see him on screen it's just like i'm getting chills talking about it uh the clone wars though man People, I don't know if you played the Lego game that just came out recently, but
0: not the new one.
1: Dude, the Clone Wars and the Battle on Naboo, that brought me back. You're in the fight. And if, you know, say what you want about the Clone Wars, but you cannot take away from the graphics, uh, the blue globes, the four shields. Like that entire scene was uh, one of the top tier battle scenes, I think, in Star Wars. Visually, visually,
0: I I agree. It felt like the 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 Phantom Menace felt a lot like uh like Return of the Jedi and A New Hope kind of like colliding and becoming something like it's poetry. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. That's what it always felt like to me. It's like okay, they're doing this in reverse. But when Attack of the Clones came out, obviously they recast Anakin Skywalker. Now you go from Jake Lloyd, who everybody mm-hmm. over thirty had a problem with because you mm-hmm. know, people are, are jerks, and now you've got Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. coming in to play to play him. What did you think of Anakin when you saw Attack of the Clones?
1: I related a lot to Anakin, I feel like, Um, as far as, like, being, you know, a kid who grew up in a single-parent household, his dad, obviously, you know, there's a lot of issues. He was raised by his uncle. Um, But I see the struggle that he went through, man, and I related a lot to him. I relate a lot to more to anakin i feel like than i do to luke even now um so when people are like you know feeling a lot of ways about the decisions they made with luke i'm like you need to think about all the things he went through man and he knows now everything that his dad went through too um the whole family history is dark and it starts in the prequels i i hope that because even the bad moments or the bad writing moments throughout this trilogy, it's people are picking fun now, like
0: uh-huh.
1: literal fun. I hope that someday we get to that with the sequels and some more of the like, cause star Wars is supposed to be fun. Some of these jokes are meant to just be jokes and not exactly. like they're supposed to kind of take you out of the moment. Cause that humor has always been there. Um, I think something that
0: does get lost with star Wars and, I don't know if this is the case of any other franchise because Star Wars is so unique in how it was 77 and now it's 2022 and it's still a thing, but it kind of it, it disappeared for so long, came back disappeared for so long, came back it's kind of unique in that sense and it's, all, you know and it's the appreciation of it, but then it's this there's this weird um, over-evaluation of what it is it's like people you take it like as like like gospel and fact. It's like, no, no, You like you just said, mm-hmm. it's for fun. And George Lucas, how many times do you have to say it's for 12-year-olds? Yeah. And then it's like and and, and it's funny because, you know, we'll get to the sequels in a bit, but people talk about The Last Jedi. And I always say The Last Jedi is like the most overrated and underrated Star Wars of all time. Because I feel like, and like, and it's not a knock if it's your favorite Star Wars, it's not a knock on that. Like, it, it's allowed to be your, because it's subjective, it could be your person. But I just think as a grand mm. scheme of things, people overhype it and then they, they hate it a little bit too much. And it's and it it has to come, it comes down to this thought of what Star Wars is and there's like a misunderstanding of it. I think it's because of all the time that's passed. It's like you forget that the Jar Jar Binks was written by the guy who created this thing. C three PO in the original trilogy has a lot of the same lines as Jar Jar Binks. The voices are a little different. Maybe that changes it. But I think that that's that's one of the things with Star Wars is like it's meant to be fun. This should be mm-hmm. a fun ride. Sit down and enjoy it and and don't overthink what you're watching
1: that's the key thing there's the overthinking and getting like the one line that you just hold on to that one thing that happened in the movie and that ruins the rest of the movie for you i think that's a obvious sign that you got to step back and kind of just reevaluate why you're watching the franchise you know go back watch the movies that you grew up loving watching Um, it's not the same I don't think it's ever going to be the same I hope that we can get back to some semblance of it I would love to see them just I think they're doing this on purpose they're not giving us anything I would like to see them announce something that's not even connected to like High Republic old old Republic any of the stuff we know now give us a future I mean even if it's Ray out there in the future but like do something do something don't be afraid just because this one trilogy didn't do as well as the fans, you know, wasn't as well received, but don't hold back now. In my opinion there, I feel like Andor. no offense. I feel like some of these projects we're getting is kind of a little like pat on the head. Like, here you go. It's going to be okay, guys. This is for you now. They Um, have to
0: figure out the movies. And I think one of the mistakes that was made, I don't know how we're coming ahead on this, but one of the mistakes that might've been made for the movies was, playing it like the mcu when it's lord of the rings i think that was mm. like star wars isn't the mcu is more lord of the rings and that's the way i think and i think they they
1: yeah and, it
0: made it made sense though that disney would be like well mcu successful even in 2012 it was you know super successful mm-hmm. and everything so you it would make sense like oh they're gonna do the same thing and then when you think about it it's like no Star Wars is not the MCU. You got to build like this. And Mm -hmm. everyone complains, oh, we're back on Tatooine. We're more Skywalkers. It's like, (laughs) yeah, but Star Wars is Tatooine and Skywalkers. Yes. Like, if you remove all that, you remove Star Wars. And I think, again, it comes down to people and this grant, like, overestimating what Star Wars is. It's like, that's it's this big thing. We want to stay away from this. But if you mm-hmm. stay away from it, and I say this all the time to Brock on the podcast, if you stay away from it, then you're getting Valerian. Like, what makes Star Wars Star Wars, and what makes, you know, Blade Runner Blade? It's right. different. They're very different. And these are aspects of Star Wars that should should remain. As much as we want the galaxy to grow, if you don't keep it like that family story, the Skywalker family story, and it doesn't, like, you can move on. But mm-hmm. it's got, it's all got to start with the original trilogy here, and then you have the rings and you can go out. And, but you, it always has to come back to, i would say empire strikes back is like the middle of it all and it all has to mm-hmm. come back to that one and then you can expand outward from there but you have to understand and i think the mandalorian did a very does it very well and that it and i know people are like but it's it's, um what's fan services but is it's like yes but also it all exists mm-hmm. in this yeah. world and we're right here and so you got to branch out and to branch out you have to go in and then you can Get further along, but you always have to acknowledge the history of Mm -hmm. Star Wars, which is what we've seen.
1: And this, like, Mandalorian is a perfect example of the history of Star Wars that we've never even heard about now, and literally, no minimal about all of their histories. So, tell those stories. I think that's a perfect opportunity to bring in the nostalgia, but like, Andor is kind of opposite for me because we know who the rebels are. Like we've met numerous people who have been fighting this fight. What makes this one guy, you know what I mean? Like what, why do I care about this one dude's story so much? That's going to stand out so much differently. Um, again, people are going to say it's fan service. They have over 200 named characters on the show. So uh, <laughs> literally not extras. So um, Yeah. But do big stuff like that. Big, give us it. Give us everything. Don't, you know, don't hold back, in my opinion.
0: They shouldn't have. They should have. I uh, think they should have. Shoulda, have, woulda, have, coulda. Have, in my opinion, yeah. I should say that is They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have focused heavily on a, quote unquote, Skywalker saga. And they should have. And and I don't mm-hmm. think. I'm just should, I should saying they should have. But they, mm-hmm. the the ending it at uh, at 9 I think was also a, a misstep in their part they yeah. should you know you finish your finish that let them finish that trilogy mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and then give 10 11 12, and just keep that going and then you could branch up you can make the next one about ray and if you don't want to be about ray ray could kind of show up and then branch off to this person and and you but it's
1: but mm-hmm. like it's, it's all in my connect. opinion man too like ray she never even had to have any connection to the ot at all at first we could have seen a whole trilogy with her just trying to figure the force out on her own. And then in the third movie is when you get the first hint of like, Oh, this is about Luke and Palpatine and the OT, but we didn't need Han Solo. We didn't need his kid really. Like, no, so, and, and it all contradicts the comics that people love too. So like we had solo twins. Why are you guys doing this? You know, uh,
0: well, it, the pro, I guess it was like because they were doing a part reboot, part sequel, and you got to mm-hmm. bring the old cast in. Yeah. But you know, anyway, we won't get into it. Let's go into... Uh, right, yeah, let's we go into, all day. <laughs> yeah, I
1: apologize. Let's go
0: into Revenge of the Sith. I think yeah. the,
1: I think the yeah. main thing I was trying to get at is like because we were talking about content that they're coming out with. It's like when they go to the OT stuff and you complain about it, in my opinion, eventually they're just going to stop going to that well. Like it's going to run dry. And then so you guys are basically the people who are really digging deep into the like, not even trying to be positive about it. You are killing that part of the timeline, in my opinion. But
0: no, I I wouldn't uh, completely disagree with that because I think, yeah, there's there's only so much water in the well and you can only Mm. go to it so many times. Let's go to Revenge of the Sith. Now you're getting older, Mm. it's getting darker. This is now the moment everyone's been waiting for. We're going to see Anakin transform into Darth Vader. James Earl Jones is back. He already recorded his dialogue for it. They went to you know, Italy to record a volcano erupting. They had, there's a lot going on with this movie mm-hmm. that we were doing into it. How excited were you leading into it? Did you find yourself like Googling stuff? Were you, no, I don't even know if you can Google back then. Were you online on search engines back then looking for things? Did you go on forums or did you just go into it blind?
1: At this point, I don't think I was even really watching trailers like that. I would watch them when they come out, but I wasn't trying to look up theories. I don't even remember if people were really speculating all that much on these movies because we kind of knew where it was going based on the OT. But (laughs) yeah, and for me, like I was not a sweaty when it comes to that uh, at that point in my life. But uh, the Anakin story, again, so fascinating to me. Um, The Jedi, dude, like I have turned against the Jedi myself. Uh, I agree with Luke. I think it's time for them to end. Uh, But it's cool because the more the light side gets built up, the more the dark builds up. So there's a constant balance. And um, the Darth Vader story, I think, is just one of many we're going to see. I just hope this timeline keeps going. Um, There has to be repercussions now. For what has happened him and obi-wan's relationship i love that dave filoni came out and you know broke it down for me like i'm five with uh if qui-gon survived and he would have been the father figure that anakin needed anakin didn't need a brother didn't even really want a brother in obi-wan and i don't know if obi-wan was even ready to train him and this is all like part of the jedi just rushing him because they thought he was the chosen one or you know or otherwise i'm still fascinated by those prophecies i think they still are things in the jedi text that we don't even know about things they could introduce but you know every time they try to introduce a new thing it's tough (laughs) it's very hard this is
0: and this is where force
1: abilities even like yeah you know we know jedi can are capable of doing amazing things we have not seen half of the stuff they can do that's been written in comics or novels it's like when they introduce that are people gonna freak out i
0: know i'm uh,
1: ready i'm ready they
0: they will but those people you know they won't be around forever and then we'll move (laughs) on But this is the this is one thing that you just mentioned though is is the jedi text and all that i'm like i'm fascinated with all that stuff too but i don't know if i'm fascinated as much now as i would have been if george lucas wrote it because Hmm. i want to know what was going and it's not really disrespecting new writers, but I want to know what was going through his head when he was coming up with that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to know the actual yeah. origins of it all. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. I can make something up. You can make, so I want to know what his actual thoughts were. And, th- and this goes back to his original sequel trilogy that Disney shut down. And I, uh, am I, I agree with Disney on their decision too. I, I disagree with it. Trust me. But I also agree with it. Like if I was Disney, if I were to be Disney, I would have mm-hmm. shut that down as well because this is now mine. And the other thing too right. is everyone like so many people hated the prequels at the time that his sequel trilogy, let's be on, let's be honest, as much hate as the sequel trilogy got his sequel trilogy would have got just as much or maybe even more hate. You don't even know. And like, so let's not pretend that, you know, if he would have done his sequels, everybody would have been all happy and well and good. That I don't think it would have been the case. I think it would have been hated. But the The roles I
1: think would have just been reversed. It would have been new fans. New fans would (laughs) have been on that side of it. And the OT people would be out here championing it because it was George Lucas's creation. And it's like, for me, I just don't think that anything has to be the Bible when it comes to Star Wars. Like he's he has laid the groundwork. Like, let's build off that now. Let's go to places like they did in Visions. I think Visions was that was a great idea. mm, Best idea they could have ever done. Do more of that because it's going to lighten the blow when things become decanonized or that
0: kind. yeah <laughs> and i do i think there's too much emphasis on canon like you're like yeah. you just just chill like like mm-hmm. you know okay if you're telling the through line like you know episode nine episode 10 11 mm-hmm. fine then like i said like this has to be your history all the way back to episode one is your history
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if you just strip the word canon away and you're like just have fun in this universe like visions did we could get so much fun stories and you don't have to sweat like i, I mean if you're going to movies, I think movies should all be connected for Star Wars, like that should be how it is. TV shows, yeah. yeah. But video games, screw it. Just absolutely I mean I, I love fallen or. I've actually like all the video games pretty much that they've yeah. I'll, I'll like two of them cuz they don't make any anymore. But mm. like but just screw it. Who cares if it's canon or not? it's a video game? Yeah. Let's just have fun. Like make an open world Star Wars game. Don't obsess over chronologic events or anything. Just go for it. Mm. And and I think like but for some reason, there's this like everything's got to be connected, and it's see, this I'm
1: I'm one of those people. I, I like, but you
0: like the Lego games,
1: yeah, and I like that. they I do like the Lego games, but like when it comes to a lore, like you're building a lore, I want the MCU style. I want to be able to read a comic at the same time I'm watching a film and be like, dude, they're referencing the page that I'm holding in my hand right here and i want to know that that matters it really bugs me that i have to pick and choose and guess and check what is and isn't so for well, me i'm like everything is until they prove to me it isn't because that's just old... a, my simple way of living and, and i'm happy <laughs> but here, here's my argument against
0: what you said about the mcu is the M- that's true to an extent but then there are other issues of the comic that have nothing to do with the story telling, t- like because because it's based off the material star wars isn't based mm. off any material right that's the difference and i, I think some comics should i hope we can connect. get to a
1: day where it is where they're it's, writing it's, comics and then making films and they're all based on each other i i wish for that for star wars that,
0: that'd be cool but i, I don't know if they will ever do that i but i think yeah. um there might be some stories that they should i think lost stars would be a good movie they should do that mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, that is now. That's what I'm was, saying.
1: You can build yeah. more off that stuff. You can. You
0: can't. But I don't think everyone should be. I think they should have let Legends continue. Is what I'm saying. Like they should have like. Yeah. You have Legends, and you should have absolutely. Your because there's too. Let's many make stories. Legends
1: movies. You know and, what's yeah. what's stopping you?
0: A lot of people. But yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, I mean, were, people <laughs> wouldn't. People were confused when Rogue One came out because they're like, "Where's Ray?" It's like, <laughs> like people don't understand. <laughs> Um, so, what were your we thoughts- got to re-release it in IMAX. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> what were your thoughts on, but Rogue One, like was that your favorite Star, or Rogue One, but Revenge of the Sith, when you saw it, we're going right back to this now. Was that your yeah, favorite no. Star Wars movie at the time, or did you have mixed feelings on it? How did, What did you make of Revenge of the Sith?
1: I think it's still one of my favorites. I think um, the entire Anakin arc is one of the best arcs. I mean, he is Darth Vader, one of the most infamous villains And the fact that his backstory was written so well, uh, I don't think they'll ever be able to pull it off again. I think they tried. um, But they got to either go real, real accurate to what George Lucas was doing, or in my opinion, way, way outside the box. And for me too, it's like when I show people Star Wars, do you show them in the release order? Do you you give them the I am your father first and then go to the prequels? Because... I think that's how you should experience it for the first time, I, in my opinion.
0: You're probably... I think... yeah, Because you know the prequels
1: do ruin the reveal, you know?
0: So. I have never watched Star Wars with someone for the first time. Um, I, The first time I watched it with my wife, she had seen the original trilogy, but she hadn't seen the prequels and I didn't know that. She said she did. And mm. so I put on... I remember I put on The Phantom Menace was the first one I put on because I have the the blu-ray the six-pack blu-ray that came out like 15 years ago yes yes and and i put in phantom and she was like i wanted to watch uh one with darth vader and i said that is darth vader and we (laughs) and we watched all three of the prequels in one day and then the next day we watched the originals but i haven't had a chance to watch with anyone for the first time and i don't disagree with you because i think that i am your father moment if you can if you can avoid having that ruin for you, which in this day and age mm-hmm. is nearly impossible, that's something. That, yeah. And and I I'm someone who grew up with the movies, so I don't even like it. I always just knew that Vader was Luke's father growing up. I don't mm-hmm. really know if I was ever, you know, in shock or anything, because I would have been like, it just was part of my growing up. My existence was knowing that. So I, I I I think I agree with you where you should watch it, or at least that machete order where you watch like what is it like Phantom Menace. I like Batman.
1: that they skip. Yeah, they skip uh, one of the films entirely. And I actually think movie. it is The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
0: would never skip that movie. Anyone that knows me, I would never skip it.
1: Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I would do like... I, if if I didn't do it original then prequel, I would do that machete order so you still have have that uh, experience. It's I a fun way it. to
1: watch. I, I want to do that sometime. I don't think I ever have.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never done it. I just... <laughs> I literally just throw it too that.
1: lazy to like look up a list and now, okay, check that one off.
0: <laughs> I like, I feel like maybe I should, uh, I need to get one of those old, I don't know if they did it for DVDs, but they did it for CDs where you have like the six CD player and I should put all my blue. Yes. In put and them in, in order. Like, so, you know, yeah.
1: that's boom, so funny.
0: Boom, boom. I wonder if you could, I, you could probably make a playlist on, on Disney that I could do it in order. Or something. Oh. I don't know. Can you make oh, a playlist? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know i don't go into you need to
1: pitch not. that to them there should be a machete order on there
0: sure that'd be awesome they, i clone be. wars i don't know if i needs to be in proper order as well all right so let's did you get into clone <laughs> wars right away like were you like range if it's coming and gone let's get into clone wars or did were you like, cool the cartoon yeah the cartoon because i didn't i didn't get into it yeah neither did i
1: no dude there are so many episodes of the clone wars i've never seen <laughs> Like, I, I think I got yeah, into like the final season <laughs> and that's the about last
0: it. the last uh, the last season's uh, mm. fantastic. Yeah, but I know
1: no, I know the stories at this point. I was the lore lore master or whatever, like doing my homework, looking up everything I needed to know about it because after the prequels I was in fully fully invested as a Star Wars fan.
0: Okay, fully invested. Did you get into any like because you said Magic the Gathering? I know they have some of those. It's mm. like board games for Star Wars. Did you get into any of those games?
1: No video games really for me. Battlefront one, um, uh, unleashed the force, the force, the force unleashed. And, uh, I'm trying to think I wasn't the, uh, MMOs. Like I never really played any of the computer games. I don't know if I had a computer growing up. I was a console kid, but definitely got like way into the Star Wars video games, played all of the PlayStation video games, really enjoyed them that was that was where my love for star wars continued to grow
0: battlefront was a mat like that game was celebrated in in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. let's rewind a little bit because you say that and and you probably didn't but have you ever got into shadows of the empire on any level like maybe not when it came out but like since then have you ever gone back and visited have you had any interest to
1: no i don't think anyone's (laughs) ever really i don't think anyone's ever really like been you uh, no one's ever been like you should really look at this <laughs> i've never had anybody uh i, I we we did a, a podcast
0: it's uh shadows of the empire i will give you some history not, is the coolest thing to happen to Star. Wars. it's basically i think it was george lucas's way to see if star wars was still uh popular like if if, mm-hmm. if he so he, he was like can he do the prequels so they released shadows of the empire it was a novel it was a video game it was a comic it was a soundtrack they had a music score mm. for it it was all those things That's and they crazy. all kind of i don't think they were the same story they all kind of connected so mm-hmm. and the main so it takes place in between empire and jedi and han solo's frozen and they gotta figure it figured out and mm-hmm. uh, there's actually a chapter in it that is very reminiscent of ray and the stormtrooper in the force awakens using the jedi mind trick for the first time That's very cool. reminiscent very reminiscent That's of that cool um but it was all those things it was it was really cool i don't like we did the video game our first year like six years ago we did um an episode all on shadows of the empire and we talked all about it okay. and brock played the game on his n64 we bought it for like six bucks on ebay it's probably way more now we, yeah we, oh, we were okay. like we need to get a copy so but, yeah. but i i i don't know if i'd recommend it just because i mean n64 the like, graphics are kind of hard to
1: oh i'll watch i can go watch this yeah. stuff on yeah
0: YouTube. you can watch watch it and check it out and like the book the now it's legends, now, but it's a really good story. Dash Rendar is basically just Han Solo. But, I
1: know the name, yeah, yeah, but very, it was like very popular guy.
0: It was so cool because it was Battlefront, came out, it was so popular, but in the 90s, it was Shadows of the Empire, and it kind of reinvigorated the world into Star Wars. and Our love for Star Wars kind of came back, and they had action figures as well. There was so much going on, and, and uh, Prince Xizor, which was uh, I can't remember the species name now, that alien has shown up, I think, in Obi Wan, like some mm. solo, like the so that's come up. Oh, I know
1: cool. what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope I hope yeah, they yeah. I hope they kind of play with that a little bit, but it's between the Empire and Jedi. We don't need any more stories in between that time. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely something I would recommend checking out. Uh, maybe not playing the game because it's going to be an eyesore. But yeah, <laughs> it's like 30, 20 yep. something years old. But yeah, definitely check that out. All right, 2012. Now you're like, I'm too cool for Clone Wars. I'll play some video games. Disney buys Lucasfilm. Did you have any thoughts on that or were you kind of like, no, nah, fine.
1: I didn't, I don't think I really had too many thoughts on it. Um, I have the same thoughts every time Disney buys something. So <laughs> that's like, uh, where does, I love that meme where it's like the Disney Federation has now purchased Mars and is uh threatening intergalactic war with, <laughs> yeah, it's like, where's <laughs> Disney going to stop uh, with Man. the amount of stuff they can purchase. But, at the same time, I was like, this is awesome because, you know, it's Disney. They they have the resources. They're now pushing the envelope with things like the volume. Um, but, yeah, I hope they can innovate the cinema more the way that George was trying to do. I like that when they take chances. I feel like that's why I like The Last Jedi so much. Um, because I just want them to do stuff like that. Introduce a Snoke. Don't connect it like there. We know there's dark side out there. There has to be. There has to be. So, you know, there,
0: OK, there what the, the biggest. My biggest issue was Snoke. Mm. Biggest issue with Snoke's guy and people are going to yell at me and you said, don't connect it. Fine. But we need because the the Force Awakens, Last Jedi Res, take place For thirty years before, after Phantom Menace, sixty years after, how many years after Phantom Menace? However many years after Phantom Menace, yeah, because we know that history, right? So we know Mm -hmm. all that. So the problem is Snoke existed in that, in episodes one through episode six.
1: If he was a different person, right? Well,
0: and and the thing is, the explanation we ended up getting it—he's a clone. That's all you need. Like you just need Mm -hmm. to explain only because everyone makes the the comparison to the Emperor, and we didn't know who the Emperor was. We didn't have a history when we met the Emperor. There was right. no episode one, two, three. We were getting in there. So you don't need a history because he's just showing up. But when you have that history, we need to know why didn't Snoke pop, pick his head out when the Emperor wasn't? Like, why didn't the Emperor know? yeah, So those are those are my biggest and then obviously they do the clone thing you're know, like well that you know the, the easiest way out it. you could do mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is which but star wars is not has never been above taking the easy way out let's just get yeah. it out of the way. so i had no problem with that but that was my one thing with snoke when when they just kill him off i'm like but we need to know like there needs to be we there's need a lot to know of things why. i
1: still need to know
0: very well and that was again i don't think star wars works you know what ruins star wars luke i am your father <laughs> because bah. now everything everything has to be hidden and is a mystery and i kind of one thing and you know when they were like raising nobody in the last jedi it's like well at least he tried to like shut everybody up and move on you know it's like you know there was at least mm-hmm. that and then he's like well he lied you weren't a nobody like oh my god like and so yeah. that like that that was the best worst thing that could happen to to star wars was that was that twist because now everyone feels like there has to be a twist What's the twist? And then the filmmakers almost feel like they needs to but the prequels don't have any twists. Like there's not one right. twist in the prequel. I think they no, they not even he doesn't even really try. He's just like, these are, these are them. But now mm-hmm. everybody's like, What's the twist? Who's this? Who's connected yeah. to that? And it's like it doesn't necessarily need to be about that. But but again, like that was my biggest thing with Snoke though, was like, you know, everyone's like, You don't need it because the Emperor, but they're very different. We have a history. Once you have a history, like I said, you have to treat what came before you like the history, like our history books, you have to know what happened, even though we try to ignore history books, you have to know what happened. And so in order to make any of these characters make sense, Mm
1: -hmm. we
0: have to, we have to be able to connect them in whatever way. Yeah. So, so, you know, I think they did
1: underestimate the fans uh, wanting the connections, wanting everything. Like the time jump for me from the beginning was very confusing. It's like, you could still tell Ray's story. You could still put her at a particular age, which just have, have it happen literally right after Luke did the thing. And now her trilogy can take her out into the future while he's doing his stuff. And then they meet when he's older, same way. Um, But what they're, what they, I think are trying to attempt to do now is they're going to fill that gap in the same way yeah. that they did with the clone wars material with rebels. Yeah. Hopefully we get just a lot more live action with that but i mean we have voice actors still so you can get mark hamill to do anything you can get probably get adam driver to do anything voice acting wise so yeah i give me a show of those two young you know they got to save face with luke with a lot of fans and i think um bringing in shamook and showing the effort on cgi material and trying to to bring luke literally back to life i think it's a good Am I, right direction.
0: am I the only one that likes the Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian and Boba Fett? Like, I have, I have no issue with. with <laughs> no, I, I like, like oh, him, I like but it. I do
1: like to pick fun at it because it's, uh, you know, we now have the faceless, soulless embodiment yeah. of Luke because <laughs> of so much of the hate. I don't yeah. think that this was ever a part of the plan. No, I, I don't, don't think either. telling young Luke st- anything was part of the plan ever. Uh, I think they were trying to just have him be a big part of their trilogy, send him off into the sunset respectfully, and then potentially be able to tell their new stuff. But because that has now obviously not worked out the way they planned. Yeah. I think they're going to have to double down, fill in all the gaps, the poetry side of things and get everybody to try to relate to the choices that Luke made.
0: Yeah. You know, I like what you said, how they could have done ray here and then luke here and then they could have met because the one thing they always say like my, from michael arndt's time was there was like once luke hits the page all anyone cares about mm-hmm. is luke and i and mm-hmm. i've always thought
1: that disney that said it. that
0: yeah I, everybody said that and i'm like this is like a misunderstanding of everything almost because mm-hmm. when luke hits the page it shouldn't be like luke skywalker mm-hmm. in the original trilogy isn't a myth. Like no one knows who mm-hmm. he is. He doesn't want anyone to know who he is. He kind of does everything quietly on the side, but in these yeah. movies, they're like, they made him be this heroic myth. And it's like, does that make so- Like, like that would that's one of my, my thing. I'm like, I don't even know if that would, if that's how it should have been, because it's like the mm-hmm. writers put too much stock into Luke Skywalker. I'm like watching this, the force awakens. I think I'm like, they
1: said the same thing about Palpatine. Every time they would bring, luke's name up or luke was in a scene it just was taken over by luke and overshadowed every other character yeah, it's like that's it's like, what star wars is man People, no one's gonna complain about that and it's true and then at least make it about something but instead mm-hmm. they
0: kind of shied away from them they put him on an island for no reason yeah and like they not like i mean okay in the last jedi you get the reason blah 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 but you, there's no reason mm-hmm. the force awakens it's like he went there why mm-hmm. man?
1: <laughs> but why couldn't he have been doing all the stuff before he went there while we were also getting the ray like i just think yeah. And it's all, you know, fan films are nine times out of ten. They're better than the stuff we see in cinema. But like, I just imagine if Ray was slowly discovering stuff on her own while Luke's out there slowly discovering stuff on his own and have Ray be the one who finds out she's a Palpatine. But have it at the exact same time that maybe Luke figures it out, too. And it's like now they're both face to face. They both have this knowledge. She's handing the lightsaber to him. And he's like, I, I know that what I should do right now with this lightsaber is, you know, they just could have done more compelling things. And, you know, shying away from Luke was a mistake. And I, I think we're going to get a lot more Luke now because of it.
0: Yeah, you, you might be right. Maybe so, not a lot.
1: Because I don't know how much they're going to be able to pull with the CGI stuff, man.
0: No, I, I think that, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll, time will tell on that. Let's move on to Force mm-hmm. Awakens now. We got 2012, Disney buys it. And then 2015, the movie comes out. How, how was your Star Wars fan geeking out, your fandom? Were you growing in that period of time? Or again, were you just kind of like staying even keel, keel until you got to The Force Awakens? And when and how many times did you see Force Awakens in the theater?
1: I think I saw The Force Awakens twice. I was geeking out. I was geeking out. When I came out of the movie, I immediately did an Instagram reaction. I was telling everybody about this. I was like, man, the future of Star Wars is bright. I was like, they're going to do some crazy stuff here. And then they did some crazy stuff that no one expected. And I think I was still hyped up um, even after fan reactions. But it was very nostalgic, the first one. Um, A lot of parallels with the New Hope. I troll fans now because they want to troll my movie, The Last Jedi. But I I think that uh, The Force Awakens was a lot of copypasta. I think they took a lot of themes from the, from that first OT movie. And so, you Just know, a yeah. So where people lean into like that felt like star Wars and that's their star Wars. They want to see I'm over here. Last Jedi new, innovative stories that we didn't think we would ever get. I prefer that. I prefer the stories that you don't see coming. Um, Ryan Johnson, you know, he has quotes about he wants his stuff to be 50% received, 50% not liked. What he also means is he wants to surprise fans. <laughs> like he's, he says it very negatively because people were trolling him all the time. But it's, it's like for him, a good movie is not something that everybody goes to and just falls in love with. It's a movie that makes you think, it's a movie that upsets you. Um, but at the same time, if you're a fan of the stuff, I don't know. I just, The people that hate it hate it i'm like how do you even you know you call call yourself a fan go talk about something you like then okay (laughs) people
0: well we do every every new year's day we do our ranking star wars on the Mm channel and the last jedi is either last or first and very rarely is it in the middle and it usually ends up i love that and it usually ends up towards the bottom mm-hmm. because of how many last place votes it gets. Yeah, it gets more last than first. Yeah. So you know, so some understandably. You know, and and it is and and for me, to be honest, for me, it's somewhere in the middle. I put I always put it in the middle. Mm-hmm. For me, it's somewhere in in the middle, whatever. It. Um,
1: when I'm it's hearing a- all the actors say uh, it's so good, it could be a standalone. Like this thing is so good, it could be all by itself. And now I'm like, yep, here we are. <laughs> I'm, all by, I'm all by myself now. <laughs>
0: and you know, and, and I said earlier, like it's the most underrated and most overrated. And I, yep. I and that's what I mean though. It's like either you hate it way too much or or mm-hmm. you know, and it's like and you gotta and stop again, hating
1: each other for hating it. or and hating and like each I said, other for liking it.
0: And because it's all subjective, if it's your favorite, yes. I'm and when I say what I say, like I said earlier, I'm not putting your opinion of it down. It's just the grand scheme opinion of like, well, how can you not like it? It's like, well. Also, you know, I know people that don't hate it, they're just like, it's not my favorite. And I know people that like yes. it, they're like, they're like, I don't hate it, I'd like it. Like, it's all, you know, you can work and that's that like way. A, a respectable,
1: movie. a respectable Star Wars fan. That's what that yeah, sounds like. <laughs> there aren't enough of them left. But it's
0: like, but it's just like, you know, my favorite's return of the Jedi, and then you know, for well, for years it was return of the Jedi, and for years everybody's supposed Empire Strikes Back, it's like Mm-hmm. you can still like them both like yeah. I, it's not like i'm like yeah. i like return of the jedi f you umpire strikes back you suck like no yeah. you both i love you both i love a new hope i love all the prequels i, love, I, love I the wish sequels. we could
1: get the reveals i wish in the media we had today that we could get the reveals that originally darth vader and anakin were supposed to be two separate people yeah. could you imagine if george lucas came out he has sold like Drop that trilogy and then sells it to Disney, right? And then comes yeah. out and goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, my original trilogy was this, this, and this," and everybody went like, "Why you didn't know, you he, do that? Oh my he, god, the OT!" And and he <laughs> retconned everything. He yeah. retconned like George Lucas
0: was the king of retconning. You can't. I don't tell think me- retcon's
1: a dirty word. I wish people would stop. No, you have, a dirty word. <laughs>
0: you have to retcon when you're telling a, a queer like, yeah. a story. You have to. It, absolutely. You don't think that, that the Ahsoka show it?
1: is going to have some retcons, man? Seriously, Dave Filoni mean- has been begging to tell this on live action. Yeah, yeah. He's going to retcon every single thing about her, dude.
0: Of course. Uh, and, I, uh, you know, Kane in, in the in the Bad Badge, But that's different from the yeah. comic. Whatever. Whatever. We're forgetting how things happen.
1: Yeah, those just, are my kind of fans, though. The people that pull those things out of the books and stuff. I love talking to so those let's people.
0: Let's be honest. Three people read the Canon comic. That's yeah. why they ended it. I got it at the dollar store. I bought the, 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 the dollar store.
1: It's like,
0: I love when people were complaining about Ms. Marvel and her powers. I'm like, shut up. The, yeah. three, people, the three people that have ever read a Ms. Marvel comic. Right. Like, Get out of my face. You don't care. <laughs> you know, shut up. You don't care. That's what drives me. Um, I was like, stop. I like you said, like the genuine fans, fine. But the people that are, it's like the Lord of the Ring show. Like, You're going to dig in. This
1: be- is the hill you're going to die on right now. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like, they're like oh, elves all need to be white. Who freaking cares?
1: Who dude, cares? Well, like, there's... Drist, one of the most famous of the dark elves ever, Boulder's Gate. So it's like, dude, it's all lore, it's, it's all fantasy. This shit's the made people, up. <laughs> the people
0: complaining, they've never read that novel. They'll like, give right. me a break because they can't mm-hmm. read, probably. But you know, like it's like. <laughs> Like, like mm-hmm. this pisses me off. Like you, if you love and you can play. Him. But if you're just piggybacking off of what some, like, I didn't One read the Kanan. I didn't read the Kanan comic until after Bad Batch. Actually, I owned it. Mm. I got it. Like I said, Rob got it for me from the dollar store. Like, it was, is it, it wasn't good? Just
1: I, sh- I haven't.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good actually. I, I just think people. Were, like, I need more books. I just, and if you can get it for a dollar like I did, like Rob Rabbit, you gotta get it. And it's a, it's a fun novel, but it's it is different. Like the what happens mm. with him and his, his master is different, but not drastically, just like it's the right. same outcome. I right. think that's what's right. Really what's important is it's the same outcome. So I had no mm. real issue with that. And I, I got a kick out of Freddie Prince Jr. coming back and doing And watching kanan in that style of animation too as younger with I got a kick out of it, so I had no problem. Mm -hmm. But I did I read it after. But again, the people complaining about it, there was like a brief, you know, the small little group and then people piggybacking off of it, like "Ah!" I'm like, you haven't read that comic. I know you haven't because I cancelled it. And this many people would have read it, they wouldn't have (laughs) canceled it. Let's be real here. Right. Anyway, you bought more of it. (laughs) So Last (laughs) Jedi is your favorite movie. Um Oh, your favorite of the of the sequels. Yeah, I sequels. think it's so, your yeah. favorite movie of all time. It trumps everything. No favorite sequel movie. You go in to see it. Um, so were you right away impressed with it? Did you ha- were you kind of conflict? Because I was a little bit conflicted when I came out. It reminded me a lot of when I saw like Attack of the Clones. I was a little bit like I mm. didn't know. I wasn't like how people like the hating on it. I remember Josh from Dead Nerds calling me like right after. He's like, what did you think? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, Me neither. We we're kind of like trying to like just figure it out and I was thinking about it and, and, and this and that and which isn't necessarily a bad thing, maybe not a good mm. thing. I don't know what it was. I gave it an eight out of ten, I believe, at the time. Um mm. so when you came out of the movie, what what was your initial thought?
1: It was very jarring. I I, I was one eighty from The Force Awakens. <laughs> um I I didn't know what to expect and I was very fascinated by Snoke. So I started like really listening to what Andy circus was saying and they say too much. They're trying to like tiptoe around an origin that he was told. I think it may have been a different origin. Cause I think at one time we heard Snoke was handsome at one point and that yeah. he suffered, he suffered actual injuries from Luke Skywalker that was actually written into a comic. Um, it's, you know, obviously from Snoke's point of view and him talking to Kylo. So it could be manipulation, but it's like man completely unexpected film and was i think i gotta go back and watch it but a lot of the vader hints too and the things like the kylo trying to talk to vader um finishing what he started i'm not sure even to this day if i know exactly what he was trying to finish um But yeah, Kylo was a very fascinating character, too, for me. Not not quite as good as Anakin, Um, but Adam Driver's phenomenal actor. I I loved and this is the thing, too, like you go back and watch it now, knowing that the dyad was a thing and you see all the little instances of the water, even the water bead like coming through and there's no water in the room that he's standing in. And that's your first hint of like they, they can literally pass things back and forth physically between each other now. And I think they should have just driven home more of that. There was too much story in this trilogy to mm-hmm. tell. Uh, she was a Palpatine. And at the same time, she's a dyad. Um, it was it was crazy. Just an they, overall crazy Star Wars experience that I'll never forget.
0: They, um, and like you said, there's too much. And that's why they, they handcuffed themselves with it. It's a trilogy. Yeah. It's like, just let it go. Just keep going. Yeah. We don't need to stop. We were all, it was still made even the rise of sky. I even last Jedi, all the hate it got Mm -hmm. bleeding into rise of Skywalker, not making as much money. And then people hating it. It still made over a billion dollars. Like you could, Mm -hmm. like we could keep going and no one's going to, no one's stopping you from keeping going. But I think that's what you said. I think Ryan Johnson, um, when it came to last Jedi, really the main interest was Ray and Kylo and their relationship and dynamic. That's really because mm-hmm. wh- I'm not I'm still to this day I'm not crazy about Finn's handling. Um I kind of I think I, I know not people don't all. like no that's my least favorite. And I and, and and some of the humor for me really really misses the mark. But like but like Poe I actually liked Poe and I kind of thought the, my problem with Poe is he got this in this movie then he kind of gets it again in the next movie. It's like Poe's like yeah. Like, I like Poe in this movie. Um, I like Holdo. There are aspects of it that I like, but I, the Finn stuff really, I was like, ah, uh, because Finn was my favorite. I, like, I went into yeah. Force Awakens, wanted, like, Kylo Ren's the best, and I came out, Finn was my favorite. I was also someone that didn't think Finn needed to be Force-sensitive, because I was fine with with him being, like, the Han Solo of this group or whatever. You know, I was, I was okay mm-hmm. with that. Um, but then they made him Force-sensitive for really no reason I, that's the worst part it was like they did it there was no to outcome it. to it yeah no it's like why bother like why bother mm-hmm. just making him who he is so i was fine with like so i thought he was better in rise of skywalker aside from really serving no purpose um but that, that yeah i think they needed to again we could dwell on this but i think one of the things too was george lucas made stuff up as he went along but he had an end game mm-hmm with with the pre with the prequels whereas there was no end game for the sequels and that was the first thing i think disney and lucasfilm lucas and, and like they just had to be like this is where we're ending how do we get mm-hmm. there? And then you can be like how do you get there then everybody can make it up as you go along as long as you know where it ends and that's the one thing that i think a lot of people have problems with the rise of skywalkers you really get the sense of no one knew where it was ending yeah <laughs> until, until you get there they
1: were yeah. they even said it they said yeah.
0: it and that's why and so, so when, when all that yourself a trilogy
1: yeah. Well, and when all that stuff started coming out about how Daisy even said like two weeks before they weren't sure who her daddy was going to be and stuff like that, I pushed back so hard on those fans. It's like mm. The Last Jedi at least tried to do something with what they were given. You know, you're, like when I complain about these films, I complain about what I think are more of the real life implications of making Han Solo, for instance, a deadbeat father. Yeah. who yeah, that's all, his, yeah. In, in, the, in the day and age that we live in now bro with the percentage of families that are divorcing and, and stuff like that like star wars is supposed to be this uplifting you know hopeful story and i don't think there was any reason why han solo needed to be the catalyst in the downfall of kylo i mean he was never trained uh he never really had guidance as a kid they sent him to Luke at what age like six seven he was mm-hmm. maybe even maybe even too old then um but they rushed the they rushed all this stuff. they could have told told us more about um Snoke. they could have done flashbacks to young Kylo being manipulated by a voice even like not one flashback to a younger Ray like the 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 Ray flashbacks like you know tell us more. They tried to tiptoe around the stuff they, because they didn't really know where they were going.
0: Yeah. And they like went, they went to the original trilogy without the prequel trilogy. Like they started after the, after like the interesting stuff happened, they started. it was like, mm-hmm. well, but we want to see that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, there were some choices, but it is what it is. I think for the it's most supposed part. to be a
1: quiet time too, kind of in the universe after a massive galactic battle happens, you know, everyone's picking up the pieces. It would have been really cool to see that story and where I think we're going to I think we're going to get all that young Luke.
0: I yeah, I think we will too. I think how can you, and adventures. you know what I don't want it in a book. I want it on TV yes. on Disney Plus or yes. a movie I guess, but I, that's what I want it for sure. Uh okay, so Rise of Skywalker now. Last Jedi is your favorite film of all time? You go into Rise of Skywalker, were you disappointed in it or were you accepting of it? How did you feel?
1: I liked it. I I do still put it higher than Force Awakens. Uh, Force yeah. Awakens now is my my least favorite again, just because it felt too much like a it, like a layup, like they were just taking the easy way out. 100%. Um, That's yeah.
0: It's always been, I think since mm-hmm. the last Jedi, it's been the um, my bottom of my my list for the yeah. same reason. It just feels like they weren't doing anything in it. Like mm-hmm. I compared to a donut, Scotty. I call it a donut. It is delicious, but it's empty calories.
1: Yeah for sure i like it i like that actually a lot oh <laughs> but they did they they got me so many times in that film oh. like the f- fake killing of Chewie. um <laughs> you know do that stuff that should have been throughout the whole film like lightning should have came out of her fingers a long time before that Yeah, one of that one event like her anger things like that all those little hints um I wish the dyad would have been something that was leaned into more. She should have read about it before, uh, you know, she found all this stuff. She should have read about that before meeting Palpatine. I I think it would have been cool if she had figured something out between her and Kylo. Uh, The Trevorrow. I go back to the Trevorrow script. Do you have that?
0: You know what? I've never taken a look at
1: it. I think I, I still have the link for the site yeah, that I found it on. It's I've still never up.
0: taken a look at it because I almost don't want to know. But also, okay, I, wait. But are you you like the Trevorrow script?
1: Yes, and I'll tell you why. I think you should take a look at it because okay. he has credits still for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and a lot of the concept art I think is still gonna play. I have a big theory. I'm making a video on. I have been making <laughs> it for months. I <laughs>
0: mean, I'll just tell you one thing though. I saw yeah. the lot, the Jurassic World trilogy i don't know if it was necessarily a bad thing to lose
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you but because did you hear also, what, hear no, what we'll john boyega what said recently? what did he
0: say well he did lord of the rings yeah what do you say
1: well john boyega oh not by
0: J Bayona did it, yeah
1: no uh john boyega said recently that when he he saw the trevorrow's scriptor got pulled in to talk to him at first it was just like two nerds geeking out about how amazing this stuff was gonna be like he loved every moment of it i think it had the force uh um, finn finn with the force going on in there but that script's awesome dude it's awesome hux hux yeah, is collecting hux. jedi lightsabers and trying to learn things about the force like to teach himself to become force sensitive or something like that he pulls the um the samurai killing themselves. I think he does yes. it with right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've Mace seen Windu's the, saber. Like God,
0: I've seen the concept art. Like I've seen that stuff. But I haven't read it. Do that, I, Star Wars. I don't want it. Big epic films.
1: <laughs> Oh, well
0: and then the, the rise of skywalker came and they they crapped on that script and they're like write a new one and they rushed it in they you know it's
1: so rushed
0: I, I i like rise of i have a lot of fun with rise of skywalker i should say it was on tv a little while ago and i found myself just sitting and watching it with commercials weirdly and i just i'm like i enjoy this movie for what it is um I, I, but again it, you don't need to end it you can keep going give us a 10 11 yeah. a 12 like you could keep it going and we're gonna show up and and, you know, maybe, maybe make it every three years, not every other year like it used to be. Like, make it an event for us to go to. That the should have had a
1: cliffhanger, in my opinion. It should not have had a bookend.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: I think it should have had a.
0: Oh, could you imagine th- if we're all in the theater, Scotty, and it ends on a cliffhanger and the credits roll and it's like all of a sudden, like, next in two years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, Would have been thrilling. 10? Yeah. Dude. But it's not. We'll never get that.
1: Yeah. You think we'll ever get a 10?
0: Yeah, I think we have to. I think, yeah, I think even I, I think agree. What you do is you make it 10, but it's not the Skywalker saga. You acknowledge the history, like I said, of mm-hmm. this was the past and now this is 10, and we're going to start something new, and then you just keep we're going on. Yeah, yeah, like we move on. You, ha- mm-hmm. but like I said, you like man, unknown regions, Wolverine, man, please. Yeah, and by as long as you just acknowledge, and you don't even have to make a big deal out of it, it's just the mm-hmm. history is x like the, there was an emperor blah 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 now mm-hmm. we're not there anymore we're over here and then you keep going yeah absolutely ab so lutely what, what were you do you love the mandalorian is that like right up there did you are you yeah. someone that wakes up at 3 a.m every uh whenever day it drops now wednesday friday for that show place? i
1: did uh maybe later episodes i don't know if i did but it, yeah i was very much into that show and it's because mandalore man we know nothing about this the third strongest faction in all of star wars it's always been the sith the jedi and the mandalorians now we're finally getting their history i hope we do someday get a mandalorian jedi i think we're gonna i think that's what the show's gonna lead to
0: i think yeah i think we're on our way i'm curious how this show's gonna end when we know the sequel trilogy like that's where i'm curious yeah
1: Like, Mm -hmm. does it go
0: like this? Because, like
1: you were saying, all these characters exist in this part of the timeline, and you know that's why Snoke couldn't be something other than what he was. So, kind of same thing. It's going to all lead up to
0: that. I'm really, I think they're going to do a good job because Clone Wars did such Mm -hmm. a great job of attacking the clones to, or they're all meeting
1: Luke Skywalker. Literally every character. in it's true. You know, even Giancarlo Esposito. Like, Yeah. yeah, they all know who he is. Yeah, they're all well aware. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. What about I, Aff- Yeah.
1: <laughs> before we skip over <laughs> yeah. that, I would love Battle of Jakku. Luke Skywalker, Battle of Jakku. Lead right after that. I it's don't think we'll get
0: that. that. But yeah, that'd be fun if Bul- mm-hmm. it ends like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. What mm-hmm. so, do, do what'd you think of the second season? Were you up there on the second season as much as the first?
1: It's weird because the first, even the first season for me, some of the episodes, very Western, very just like, okay, that was an episode. Um, But the (laughs) second season, the second season started to get more into the Mandalore stuff and him actually figuring out where he belongs in their rankings. That's what I love. I think the third season is going to be phenomenal the Game of Thrones of Star Wars. And, um, you know, Favreau has said that numerous times. That's what he wants it to feel like. I hope that the Sabre passes hands a few times. I hope we can get a few different, um, you know, we get a combat switching of hands. Maybe someone passes away. The Sabre has to change back hands. But I don't want to see one person because in the end, I think we will eventually get one person, but it'll be earned more more or less,
0: who do you think?
1: I think it's got to be Din. I think it has to be Din, and if it's not yeah. Din, it's gonna be like Grogu or something crazy. Like something's the Mandalorian up with Grogu, yeah. I think he could be that there. That line, man, we've talked about this before a Mandalorian and a Jedi. I'll never see it coming. Yeah, I think this is him. I think we were not meant to. Ignore that line. I think he's going to be leading the Mandalorian as a Force sensitive for the next 800 years. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows, man? Yeah, the rebirth of
0: Mandalore. Oh man, there's so I can't wait for season three. What about uh, Boba Fett? What did did you wake up for that? Did you like book? I I started to wake up for that. (laughs) I am someone who has been on record, as you know, who loves the book of Boba Fett. I was all in from the get-go, and I loved it. I loved it when they threw in the Mandalore. I loved it all!
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I want to know your thoughts.
1: I've become very over-analytic now about the TV shows because they do have scenes. This is, like, my most nuclear, hateful thing I'll ever say about the TV productions, but do you remember Wishbone? (laughs) The dog? Yes.
0: Yes, And they would tell the
1: history lessons, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... (laughs) very very rarely is there a scene in a Star Wars TV show where I'm like wishbones telling history right now and it's the Leia getting chased through the woods scene it's the the bike chase scene that everyone complains about but like it's just kind of campy like some of the stuff is getting real campy and I gotta look past it because they're like why do the scenes have to be in there why do they have to be so like they're low budget, are they not? You're the film guy. Did you ever? Are you getting pulled out by any scenes in any I, of the TV shows, Boba Fett specifically and Obi Wan?
0: Boba Fett, not so much. I was, I, I know the speeder stuff, but it kind of reminded me of the prequel. Like I thought George Lucas would do that. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, mm-hmm. Boba Fett, no, there might have been a few things, but Obi Wan Kenobi, I will say, because um, people love to, to, to crap on the volume now. And I still think it's a yeah. brilliant tool i think it's mm-hmm. a brilliant tool like the batman used it like they, yes. i think it's been used beautifully but there but there have been it's how you use it yeah when when characters are running it doesn't translate well i do i find and that mm-hmm. i'm just like why like they're running like on a slow treadmill at least put pick that's up a what i or something. Like. Mm-hmm. yeah that so those are my things it's mostly obi-wan i found though book of boba fett
1: mm-hmm.
0: i I've, I've seen like i've seen out like I think I've seen it once and then like half of it once. I'm still watching this. So I'd have to go back and really pay attention to it. But like the The spinning, stuff like that didn't bother me. But the yeah, in Obi-Wan, there was some running that was happening, and I was like, this isn't
1: the other scene is where he where he worked. Um, it was just like two scaffoldings and tables, but everything else was volume, and you could tell, obviously. But yeah. So some of that stuff pulls me out of it, and it's just like where I'm kind of. Getting real close to like the TV shows, just not being it for me. Um, and it's I well, and movies. see, Andor's is not going to have
0: that. Andor, we didn't get yeah. the volume at all. Yes, but the, the I, I see. I think the volume's good and bad. I think the volume you got to know when to use it, when not to use it. But it's also, you know, these mm-hmm. episodes cost. What a ten million dollars an episode, which is a lot yeah. of money, but it isn't a lot of money at the same time when you consider everything going on, and mm-hmm. when the amount of time they have to do it, you know, it's it's probably more feasible and cost efficient to do it on the volume than to travel to Ireland and Australia, and you know, go all New Zealand, mm-hmm. go all around. They'll just do it in their backyard because it's Star Wars, and and you know, I, I I was in um when I was in college and the prequels came out. I talked to my my uh, film. Uh, professor and I said something about Star Wars, and because they were George Lucas just announced they were going to shoot Attack of the Clones. It wasn't it was Episode Two. Is going to do it all digital. I remember and I said, "Well, what do you think of that? Like going digital?" He goes, "What does it matter? It's all a cartoon anyway." <laughs> he goes yeah everything's created digitally anyway so it doesn't really matter what they shoot on and i was like that's kind of a unique way to think about it like because we because i know like on twitter especially people who don't know the business love to obsess about the business and how they do things and it's like and i have like a little like my toe like i make short films like nothing spectacular Mm -hmm. but like like so you kind of understand like so they have an understanding of it and i'm sure they use it there is a a real reason why it's used that we are not privy we don't even need to know we just need to watch right it. but but again if it takes you out of it then that's something to look at and reconsider as well and i think as time goes on you're going to see it used less, less. like there's a time when green screen you can always tell green screen right yeah i mean even in the original trilogy you had the black lines around the 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 x-wing fighters and stuff they took those up for the special editions Like, as time goes on, they're going to get better at it, perfect it, understand, and maybe they'll get a treadmill that goes over 2.5. I don't know.
1: We'll get people that innovate it too. Like, I imagine a volume that's not a full screen, but it's like partial screens integrated into like a more full scene. Uh, but yeah, push that stuff. I feel like Lucasfilm has not been doing that recently. No, no, I mean, like their new trilogy didn't really push cinema, no, like George, you know. George would rather his films fall on their face as long as he was like, I did this. Now everyone's doing this because I did that.
0: Which is kind of like what Favreau did with uh, the Mandalorian with the volume, right? They use the technology from Jungle Book, from Lion King. I think
1: if uh, we ever get the freaking Rogue One movie, I think the volume is going to blow people's minds in that. All the dog fights and stuff, like you were saying, the spinning inside ships with the volume, that stuff.
0: Yeah, you could do... uh, There's a, there's, there's a, a use for, and then there's some things I definitely don't. But Andor's yeah. coming out. You said you're not looking so forward to that. But are you going to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch the first three episodes? I
1: Probably will wake like I've always okay. waked up to watch the premieres. So yeah. I definitely three uh, of them. Yeah, but if you know, they're oh they're showing all three. Is it going to release three, at like three of midnight them. type of thing? Yeah.
0: No, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe I I'd, I'd like it if they did that again, but
1: I don't know if I'll pull that off. <laughs> I'll probably if I start them though. Yeah, that's what me like. If I get up early and I started, I have to finish them. I'm, and it's spoilers, really. Like it's just because I don't want yeah, this stuff it's to bad. get spoiled for me. It's bad. It's so bad. it's like put your phone down for three days so you can watch them. <laughs> well, that was
0: when Star Wars, when the sequels came out. I went dark online for like until I watched mm. from the from the world premiere until I saw it. I was like, see ya. I'm not gonna be on social media. Avoiding mm. all comment. Well, oh, I haven't seen Multiverse of Madness yet, but I think I've seen the entire movie, just from yep. people posting stuff. I, yep. you know, it's it, it's wild what you fo- without even trying is the worst part. Like I mm. wasn't trying to see that movie online, but I immediately saw it all. So, we'll see. I think went- Andor
1: is, I think Andor is gonna be a lot of trouble actually. Yeah. From from rumblings and things and interviews, it's gonna be very very political, uh yeah. very very current political. And I think um, I think they're doing that on purpose, man. I think they're trying to to show that Star Wars is for everyone, man. Your your OT trilogy Star Wars timelines are not just yours. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there's people in the galaxy being affected, like us, like like modern humans today are being affected the same way the Empire was acting. So that kind of talk scares me because that's all we're going to hear about. Oh, I don't yeah. think any, I don't think people are going to enjoy this story as much as uh, fans think, but I'm going to do my best. And I hope that if nothing else, it changes people's perspectives. Um, I think a lot of fans have a very small world view. I've been just trying to like, if you don't have sympathy, if you can't have sympathy for the human experience and the fact that living on this planet is hard for people, <laughs> like i just can't have conversations with you about the fandom because yeah. you're gonna go down a road i can't go down
0: road i can't follow yeah man uh, well i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on andor when it comes out uh, mm-hmm. in a little while but until then sky thanks a lot, for... of them. a lot of them a yeah yep. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining me on the outlander club where can everybody find you at
1: uh it's hawks holocrons everywhere very active on twitter instagram um but on the hawks holocron's youtube channel all the videos have my social links so come follow us say hey, what's up uh Check haven't been hanging out with james for a while but we will we'll figure that we're out. gonna do a big dc thing here too <laughs> once <laughs> we, we get, get some announcements once they yeah. spend some money on merchant <laughs> on uh, promotions
0: <laughs> no, no dc fandom this year i know uh, so so wild all right thanks so much for joining me this is the outlander club where we talk about your star wars story We'll be back next time. Thanks, everybody. Give us a like and a subscribe. And until next time, may the force of others be with you.
1: Hey, scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel,
0: Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.